For TBWA Shiite Day New York and Nissan, ISKI code NOAY0005000, spot entitled My23 Aria Launch, GM brand fully loaded 30 second radio spot, stereo mono compatible mixed with Tupop. The all new Nissan Aria is a fully loaded EV. It's brimming with style mm. and power. Up to 389 horses of it. Innovation and intelligence. E Force all wheel drive. It'll pin you to your seat. Your very plush seat. The all-new, all-electric Nissan Aria. Nissan Aria with E-Force expected availability early 2023. E-Force cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. E-Force and 389 horsepower available on Platinum Plus. Nissan calculation using one-foot rollout testing with long-range battery and E-Force only in port mode with E-Step off. These results are for comparison only and should not be attempted on public roads. Drive responsibly. See NissanUSA.com for details. This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. I am your endearingly stuttering host, Matt Sroka. As always, I'm joined by the button lover, Josh Sroka. How are you doing up in Maryland? I feel, whenever we talk, we always got to start with the whole lockdown, quarantine, whatever you want to call it, because we get to establish it from two different states. My beaches are now open. So you see, we've gone the opposite way. We are now required to wear masks um, if we go into any stores. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I have some masks. I wear a mask when I go into the grocery store. Do you? For how, how long have you been wearing a mask to a grocery store for? Since, uh, um, since I got the mask. Okay. You're rocking the Orioles mask. Yeah, I got a nice Orioles mask here. I don't think I we think... can do a podcast with a mask on because it's probably hard to hear me. No, I think I may have. Did that come from mommy? It did not. Okay, I think I might. I okay. So I haven't worn a mask at all yet. All right, and I I'm not a fan. I gotta tell you what, I'm not a fan. No, nobody's a fan of wearing masks. Um, yeah. I, pollution must be really bad in the other countries where like they just wear masks every day because of it. Because you're yeah. right, it sucks. It's no fun well, wearing I, a mask. Yeah, I, and I was actually thinking about more from the other perspective too. Like I don't. I'm uncomfortable with being surrounded by a bunch of masked men and women. Like, I, I, I like people's faces. Yeah, well. It's an important part of the body. Right. Yeah, it is. Uh, Facial expressions, all that stuff. Well, you know. You lose it all. Yeah. I've had this mask for probably two weeks. Uh, okay. Maybe a little longer than two weeks. I've used it only a little bit when going to the grocery store. Um. I have it in my car in case I, I mean, because I meet with clients and stuff still. And in case yeah. I run into someone 
but I meet with Florida people who don't really believe in this all. So I have yeah. to kind of. What percentage would you say are in uh, wearing masks when you go to, to the grocery store? It's 50. It's 50 percent. OK, I'd say 50. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I went to Trader Joe's the other day. She does the shopping. I don't. I don't go out anymore. I haven't left my house in a sense, whatever. But that's why I haven't worn a mask. But um, Emily went to Trader Joe's, and she was, she's a nurse at a hospital. And there's like this big what's the mask like N95, N95 mask or something. Yeah, and there's a big shortage. And yeah. she saw like four of them were just being worn by civilians in Trader Joe's, like a bunch of people right. in Trader Joe's just wearing them. She's like, our hospital can't get these. What are these Yahoo's and Trader Joe's doing with these N95 because, masks? Because people don't even understand what the mask does. Like, all right, you need the N95 mask to really protect you from the virus. But the, if everyone wears the masks, then nobody is, like, coughing on you. So nobody's giving you the virus. So it doesn't matter what type of mask you use. People are, people are crazy. I've yeah, got, it's like the – well, there's also, like, a lack of education. Like, people need to sit down and explain things to people that you wear the mask so you don't cough on other people – um, and, and so it's, it's, so you don't get them sick, not to prevent you from getting sick and the gloves don't even get started on these people with these gloves. Uh, right. The, the gloves are ridiculous. You think you're, you think you put gloves on and it just makes it worse because you think somehow the glove is protecting you and you wash your hands less. I mean, we you're touching everything with the glove. And uh, then you're touching your face with the glove and everything. Yes. Yes. It's, it's worse. And you wash your hands less if you wear gloves. So it's, you're better off just going, uh, right. bare now, hands. Now Purell I've had in my car for at least a month. And I've been very much in the habit of every time I get in or out of the car, I'm Purelling up my hands. Yeah, Emmy yelled at me the other day. This is early on, not the other day, early on. I use the other day. Anytime within the year, I'll throw out the other day. Uh, yeah. So the other day, Emmy um, yelled at me because I got in the car, like grabbed the steering wheel, and then went for the Purell. And was like, em, em, em was like, Matt, Matt, no, no, no. Uh, yeah. Before you grab the steering wheel, you got to go for the Purell. Or yeah, it's yeah. pointless. And I was like, all right. Yep. And at the gas station, I only touch things with one hand so that I can use the other hand to open up my car door and get in and all that before I Purell mm. to manage. I see lots of people wearing the mask and the gloves. And then they're all over their phone with their gloves and with their and, yes. and with their uh, or they're in the grocery store with their phone. And it's like, I know you're not Purell on that phone. The phone is the dirtiest thing you own. Yeah, yeah no and, doubt. But 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 people love it so much. Like we think it's a hard to do this quarantine, uh, self quarantining for two weeks type thing. Imagine if you had to stay away from your phone for two weeks. People would have a heart attack. Yeah, I know. Seriously, seriously, it's, um, yeah, it, and it's a weird time because, like, like if you like there, at the beginning of this quarantine. There were a lot of celebrities who like made advertisements or posting on Twitter, or whatever, talking about, "Hey, you guys can do it. Stay home for two yeah. weeks." And the backlash well, for celebrities talking so. about being quarantined was like huge. And so now I'm even afraid. Like I feel like even doing this podcast, I got to say, you know, no, it's terrible and, and it's and it's and it's hard because there are some people who have it worse off than me. But right, and it's and it's a rough time for everyone. But the celebrities deserve but, the backlash. They're yeah. basically in, in like, hot tub, in hot tubs, <laughs> on vacation, not, yeah. yeah, having someone else go to the grocery store for them, which is probably normal life for them anyway. Right, exactly. So no, they yeah. deserve the backlash. You're not going to get any backlash for telling someone to stay home. Yeah, but I mean, I just I haven't. It. It's funny, right? Because they got the message. I haven't seen any celebrities come out tweeting about it anytime. No. Well, recently. no. Now they're trying to do the whole like TV shows from home and 
and or the the massive concerts of everyone playing from home they're still making sure that you still have uh celebrities that you're paying attention to because the one thing they don't want is to be forgotten yeah yeah it's true it's true this is this is a tough time for them because you know they they don't have the opportunity to to get all that attention by being on tv so you know tough time for attention hogs these days yeah speaking of attention hogs can you translate this text message that dad just sent you and i about our last podcast episode yeah and i i knew he'd be annoyed if i was dad i'd be annoyed too yeah, Cause, of, of course he's annoyed because he's old and and all that. So most of the people on his list are now dead. But there's a wow. lot of words in this pod, in this in this text message I do not understand. So could you just read it to me? Yeah, I'll read it to you. All right. Phonetically, it says this is just a text we just received from John Sroker, our father, the um, who instilled in us our love for the Orioles. He listened to our podcast, I guess, from last week. He said, "Oh my goodness, just listen to." Your fave Orioles. So sad, yeah, dud, but get to see real greatness. <laughs> so what is that last sentence? Yeah, dud, I think it's, you dud, but I th- get to I think see what real saying greatness? It's, it's sad that we didn't get to see real greatness. And he, so listen. sad you didn't, but get to see real greatness. Okay. All right. And yeah. then he's saying, now we get his string of favorites. Jim Gentile, Eddie, who was on our list, Davey Johnson. Yeah, who we talked about Gentile, as a manager, Eddie, David Johnson. I'm surprised David Johnson was on the list, but he also was a second baseman for the Orioles. Oh, he's also got Alomar listed as, as a favorite second baseman. Uh huh. I don't. I don't like anyone that spits oh, in see. people's faces. Well, so. I don't mind that. Alomar was exciting. Brett Alomar was exciting. Yeah, I get. Um, but yeah, but I I agree that our I think I mean Dad saw World Series and we didn't see World Series. <laughs> right. Um, and now our so, kids don't get to see baseball. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, That's why we tell my, my kid, forget about greatness. You right. don't get to see medi- mediocrity because you don't get to see baseball. Oh, you know how much I would give for mediocre baseball or bad baseball? Yeah. Well, I mean, you can tell that people are desperate, but on the MLB network, they're covering the video game and the, the players. Yeah. By the way, and Dwight, Smith is, Dwight Smith is crushing it. Yeah, and I haven't tuned in. Have you tuned in for any of these? I watched one. All right. I watched Dwight one. Smith. Oh, is he... Twitch, Dwight Smith, Twitch. All right. Does Dwight Smith, is he then playing as the Orioles? Yes. How is he winning? Because he's good at the game. Okay, all right. Do they, yeah. do they have – all right. We both have the show. Dwight Smith yes. is not a starter on my team. Yeah. I do have him on my bench, but he's not a yeah. starter. Did they bump up his skills as, since he's the guy playing as the Orioles? Or is he playing as the Orioles with himself on the bench? Yeah, I don't know if he – that's interesting. I know he's played with himself before, but I don't know if he like starts himself every day. Um, I did watch it when the when people were calling him to pinch hit Chris Davis, and he did, and Chris Davis came in and hit a dong. That was a pretty cool moment. Oh, he brought Davis in off the bench. Yeah, yeah. People well, in the chat room was telling awesome. him to, to pinch hit. That's Davis. a lot of fun. Yeah, that's, that's, and, that's and the he type has, of stuff that should bring Chris Davis back to Twitter. Yeah, and 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 I, and I, and I like Dwight Smith Jr. Um, but. I didn't know much about his personality, and, and you get to see more of his personality on, on this game. So that's good to see Oriole player per, per personalities. And Dwight Smith Jr. seems like a pretty um, cool cat. Right. Uh, so that's – but you're right. I mean, it's desperate times when well, um, watching video games. And desperate times when Dwight Smith Jr. is representing your Orioles. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. come on. And I, yeah, and I don't know the skill level of the other players in the league, uh, but right now I think he's sitting in third place with the with the uh, with the worst probably the worst roster out there. So good right. for him. Yeah. Right, because we all want to add the Rushman up onto our teams and stuff like that. Help our teams. No, I wait a year. I'm trying to get that service time. <laughs> I bumped him up right but, away. But I just I always sim the first year. Oh, okay. That's what. And that's just what start you do. playing the second. I've year. been playing from the beginning. Did not yeah. sim anything. Um, well, I wish we could sim this year, right? Because we're just trying to get to 2023 anyway. Uh, yeah, but, sure. But all this weirdness, Josh. All the weirdness bodes well for the Orioles. I was thinking about this, even like it just the hurt. break in time. Yeah. yeah, all things being equal, we lose. So anything that's unequal, I'm a fan of, because um, weirdness helps uh, bad teams. Yep. Um, but I was thinking about this all this time off, and it's probably beneficial. It's beneficial, like, all teams, I'm sure, are, like, working at home. Like, I don't think Mike Elias or any general manager at any front office is, like, just taking this as a vacation. Like, I'm sure they're all working. No, even I saw um, a, there was a report today about um, Patrick Jones, you know, friend of the show. Sure, sure. And how he is using, like, WhatsApp and yeah. uh, other and Google Translate. To work with guys through this uh, pandemic. Yeah, I thought WhatsApp WhatsApp was kind of old news. People still using that. It's it's old it's old news in America where it never really took off, but it's in uh, foreign countries it's very big. Oh, oh yeah. So I guess if you're not in America currently, right. and you want to interact with yes, okay. and we that do have sense. a few of those finally in in the farm system. Yeah, about time. Um, but like. Since the front office of the Orioles, I think they're still playing catch-up as far as collecting data and scouting and all this stuff. Because they're still building, like they recently built this whole analytics department. I would imagine like it's more helpful for the Orioles than maybe for another team who is kind of up-to-date on their stuff. Like the Orioles have more time to kind of catch up during this time where there's a stall in baseball. So I think that's good for the Orioles. Um, it is as long as the guys are, yes, working out and all that. Yeah, and I'm and most of them are like kind of new hires for the Orioles. So I'm sure they're all working their tails off. Um, so that's yeah, but but uh, but yeah, I don't know. There, there's no no updates this week as far as when or if baseball will happen. No, no kind of new stories. No, still talk of the whole Arizona thing, and that's all. I guess that's all about getting the players to agree to be locked up in a hotel. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's all also kind of depending on what happens with this, this virus as well. Oh, totally. Yeah. See with that too. Yeah. The fact that states and stuff are starting to slowly reopen does bode well for sports. Yes. Yeah. Because I mean, yes, uh, it bodes well for life, but yeah, sports is part of that. Yeah. But I mean, sports is one of those things though, and, and maybe not right where, well, to a certain extent you can't play it without being around other people, right? Like, and more than 10. Even if you play in empty stadiums, there are going to be more than 10 people together in any sporting event. Outside so, of golf. Even golf, though, right? You think about, like, a camera crew and all the other people involved in the event. Like, I still think it'd be hard even in golf. I guess, yeah. But, but especially baseball, right? You got... Yeah, well, definitely. I mean, with baseball, you got more you got than nine people on in the team. field all the time. Yeah. Right. But in, Yeah, dugouts. But it's important, and I when you have... When you have all this money around something and players that want to play, players that want to make money, 
Like I see it with just my guys at work where it's like, we've been working through all this and it's been optional. Like I tell all my guys, if you want to take off, take off, but everyone wants to make money. Everyone wants to work. The baseball players are the same way. They want to get out there and they pl want to play. When you have owners that want to get this product on TV to make money, when you've got TV networks that are desperate for coverage of anything, when you have an opportunity to kind of be an example of like bringing sports back and be one of the first sports teams back, that's a lot of motivation to figure this out and do it right. But the key is yeah. to do it right. And you can't, you do not want to be the, the sports league that jumped out there too early and had to shut things down. Yeah, but you're right. There's a ton of money on the line for everyone, right? For player salaries to, to whatever. But if you think about who would want this to happen the most and who would have, want this to happen the least, um, I would say like baseball player. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I think everyone has a certain amount of motivations. I think TV networks, right? Probably the biggest m m motivation yes. as they're starving for viewers. Um, and then maybe trickle down from there to owners to what to, to players. do you think is motivated the most? Oh, I would imagine the Dodgers. The Dodgers? <laughs> That's who I always think of first because they have Mookie Betts, right? Who they yeah. traded away some players just for having for one year. Um, and their team looks stacked. And Mookie Betts will be a free agent if they don't play this year. Right. Uh, having never played for the Dodgers. So he comes immediately to mind. But any team that I would say has veterans or has players in like their final year of arbitration, I would have to look at who that really affects. I think, yeah. I think Houston has to be really excited about the prospect of playing without fans and the oh, prospect yeah, yeah. of something bigger in life going on than, than sign stealing. Yeah, if you're worried about catching coronavirus, maybe you'll be less likely to brawl with the Astros, right? Well, and like, are you really going to throw the ball at someone when you don't have the crowd there hyping you up and booing at them and all that? And then when you don't have, like, like that's old news. And, like, there's yeah. a bigger thing where we're humans trying to live together. Like, yeah, I, I I'm not going to send you to – not going to hurt you. I still hope they – I do, too. And every baseball at, fan at does. Throw a ball and Bregman and all of them. Of course. And every baseball fan thinks they deserve that. Non-Astros fan, yeah. What's the chance that we can get baseball back, but the, but the Astros stay suspended? Like, they can't come yeah. back. We all come back for half a year. Sorry, Astros. Well, there was a news a couple of weeks ago about like what's going to happen with um, the what, what's it? I'm just blanking on the manager and general manager uh, Hinch, um, who was you know uh, right. suspended for for a year. Like, oh, does yeah, this yeah. count as that year? Don't and if know. they don't play any games, like, can he come back next year and like kind of not have him really missed? Uh, there's no way it counts because like when you suspend a player, it's not a time frame; it's a number of games. But I think it was a year for this. So what if they play like 50 games? Yeah, that's, that's a, that's a weird year. one because, yeah, I guess it would count. Um, because it's one of those things where no one could have ever envisioned this. Like, yeah. nothing's like this has ever happened. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just, it's crazy. It's true. But like, what are the, what happens to all the giveaways? Because you know they already ordered all this crap. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I saw the minor leagues so i guess it was like opening uh this week was open day for the keys at some point and i saw a couple of my, my i think it was keys a couple other orioles minor league, minor league teams like selling tickets um still or like and that, future whatever yeah and it was like two dollars off you know the first game of the season um 
it's like a little bit a little bit weird like i would not at this point purchase a ticket to any baseball game <laughs> no if the orioles announced opening day is friday night camden yards is open we're letting fans in would you go mm. right now no change in anything no change in the virus exactly how we are in three days we're gonna be like uh what country is it that's just not doing anything i'm blanking well, sweden on it. is it sweden one of the, I think I don't, uh, I don't I remember. Think I'm blanking on it, but yeah, they're doing nothing and just having life as normal. What if baseball yeah. just came back and, ah, your virus isn't as bad as we thought. We're getting back to normal. See you guys on Friday. Would you go? Well, I tell you what, Josh, it's an interesting hypothesis because, or an interesting pop- proposition because um, Florida, who always has kind of the worst attendance, Miami and Tampa, but those people don't care. So maybe they would actually jump up and have one of the best attendances in all of baseball. <laughs> right. No, I think I think the I think you would still I think you would have a packed stadium on Friday if the Orioles did it. Yeah. I think I would probably I would probably would go. Would you go? I would have it would be a really ugly fight with my wife and it would be like <laughs> literally choosing like people like people I saw, you know, talking about open up the economy, like what's more valuable people? <laughs> money or life? I say, Oh, life. Life is more valuable. Right. But then if you throw an opening day What's more valuable, well, baseball or life? It becomes a tougher question. That's when you do the math of, oh, I'm only 40 years old. I can handle this. Uh, right. And it's like, we'll be okay. Yeah, and I'll yeah. go. And, uh, yeah. I won't share the story of the 37-year-old COVID patient with no preconceived conditions that just showed up in my wife's hospital. I won't share that story. Right, exactly. But, um, but yeah, but and, we, uh, we'll, we'll fall back on our invincibility. We're young. And, and, and it's the chances Orioles. are... It won't happen to us, and it's opening day. Right. So on your way to opening day, I'll need you to swing by BWI and pick me up because I too am flying up for this uh, imaginary opening day. Yeah, yeah. But I would sacrifice. I probably wouldn't take my son. I would just go me. Yeah. So, <laughs> and and I would wear a mask. Hmm. Would you? If if the you would cheer and like cheer for home runs all through a mask. I I would, and then high fives would be awkward. <laughs> Because you know we'd all high five by habit, yeah. Or you do well, it, and then an awkward like you're about to high five, but then you realize you can't. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I'd be there. Yeah, us too. But that we're idiots. That's why they need to shut down things so idiots <laughs> exactly. like us don't go because we will go. That is why. Yeah. Well, that's why they had to close the beaches at Florida because the people wouldn't do it on their own. You had to yeah. tell them not to. Yeah. Uh, it's true. Um, Josh, did you were you part of the 6.1 million people um, who watched the Michael <laughs> Jordan documentary last night? I was not. I was not. Uh, I want to watch it, but I got into my I got sucked into my own uh, entertainment last night. Okay, so another Reddit, not... another rabbit rabbit trail. <laughs> uh, yeah, I spent some time on Netflix. Okay. I got a good Reddit so, rabbit trail, by the way, if you're looking for another Reddit conspiracy theory type oh, I, thing to go down. I have been enjoying the conspiracy theories. All right. This is not conspiracy theory, but there's a group in Reddit who their whole thing on Reddit is to, what's it called? Astro project themselves or something. So they can't leave their house, but like they're in their minds, they're projecting themselves out and they're having like meetups, like out like their spirits are going to have meet meet up. So that might be something to explore and have and be a part of. In that case, and you don't even have to wear masks. When it's just your spirit going out and meeting up and going to places, you know, you don't have to wear a mask. You are on to cool. something. 
Let's do a yeah. Section 336 Astro Project meetup at Camden Yards uh, Wednesday night at 8 o'clock. I I'll tell you, you we get the players to buy in. We might be able to have this open a day after all. Um, but but, but no, Astro, I watched if it. If we Astro Project, the Orioles win. Yeah. All Astro Projected games. All right. I buy that. The I was part of the 6.1 million. Actually, I took my first nap in probably five years. I've taken I took so a, many naps during this time. I, I, I took a nap, good hour, good hour power nap. Um, and then, like, I was raring to go, a late night for me. And I loved it. I loved it so much. And I was, like, I was, we're, I'm too young to really experience the beginning of, of Michael Jordan's career. Like, I don't really remember him playing for Carolina. Yeah. I either forgot or never knew he hit the game winning shot um, as a freshman um, for North Carolina. And, and, and so it was really cool watching. I kind of remember the later years. Um, his last couple of years, and going, I remember him going into retirement. I remember him playing baseball and then going back. And right, um, I remember all that. How do, but I don't really remember the early years, so it's just kind of really cool, really right. fun to watch. So here's my question: it's a ten, yeah. it's a ten part series. Yeah, my fear is that they're gonna that they're stretching it out too hard into ten episodes because like the whole so. baseball documentary by like Ken Burns is like ten episodes. Now I think those are like three hour episodes. But you know what I'm saying? Did you watch the first episode and it not feel like it was dragged out too much? Yeah, well, and they showed two episodes last night. I don't, I don't know how this is. If this is how it is um, every every time where they show because there was one from nine to ten and then one from ten to to eleven. Okay. Um, Did you watch on ESPN or ESPN two? Oh, I watched. I I saw F bombs, baby. So you I heard F bombs. I believe that's the ESPN broadcast, <laughs> that's the ESPN right? Because that's why it's, yeah. that's why it's like late night broadcast is they wanted to leave the language in there. Yeah, but it's so. I guess that yeah, because that happened in episode two was when F, Michael Jordan started dropping some F bombs. But it just it's just such a perfect story. Like Jerry Krause is the general manager for the Bills when Michael Jordan is playing for the Bulls. For the Bulls, yeah. What I yeah. say? The Bills. Oh, for the during Bulls. this time, the Bills were busy uh, <laughs> losing Super Bowls. Yeah. Um, but Jerry Cross is like the perfect villain of this story. Um, like he's just such a jerk and everybody hates him and RIP he died a few years ago, but so it's a little, I feel a little sad that he can't go on there and kind of defend himself, but he just such, so he, he's that great villain. Scotty Pippen's is kind of a jerk. Michael Jordan is the ultimate jerk, but he's also like the greatest player ever. So he's the kind of allowed to be a jerk. It's just, and it's so, it's just, uh, and Michael Jordan is so amazing. So amazing, and I'm just blown away by so many things in this. And I, it ended at 11 o'clock, and I was like so pumped up just watching Michael Jordan highlights and watching my, my Michael Jordan talk that like I stayed up till 2 a.m. just getting stuff done because I was just like so pumped up. It was like you know when you stay up for a late O's game with the exciting ending. That's how I felt. Like my adrenaline was pumping, and like I wanted to do more work, and like like it was freaking inspirational. That's cool. Um, so, yeah, you rec- so, so you totally recommend that I need oh to Oh my gosh, that. I'm I'm absolutely hooked. I'm absolutely hooked. And cuz this is like the thing about Michael Jordan is like he never does this kind of stuff. Like Right, there's not it's never about him. Right, he's not on Twitter, he's not on Instagram, yeah. and he's never like he doesn't do interviews, like he never does this. He must have got paid. I saw uh, at the beginning it says ESPN and Netflix. Yes. Yo, Michael Jordan must have got paid for this. I'm sure he did. I mean, and speaking of Michael Jordan getting paid, they got into his gambling problems. No. Because he's, he's notorious for gambling problems as well. Oh, is that, oh, is that true? Yeah, I, I believe so. I'm pretty sure I've read okay. that. Uh, so I, I'm interested in that. And yeah, I hope they get into his baseball career with the, uh, where did he play? Yeah, Arizona? 
Now he played for the White Sox, right? Yeah, but he never got up to the majors. We well, played right. for the minor league team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think for the White Sox. All right. Um, yeah, just uh, and like he, there's just so many things amazing about it. Um, he went third in the draft, which shows you this is like hands down the greatest NBA player ever. Sorry, LeBron lovers. Um, and I, and I had to stay off Twitter too. I couldn't go on Twitter because most people I follow on Twitter are under thirty. So they never really watched my, my, Michael Jordan play. Right. So they have no sense of greatest perspective. And people on Twitter think the guy they saw play outside yesterday is the greatest player ever. They have no context for history. Understandable. It's obnoxious. Um, so I stayed off Twitter when I was watching it. But but he went third in, 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 in the draft. And he's the greatest basketball player ever. And I was thinking about like Michael Trout also went, did not go number one overall. It's just amazing. The greatest football player of all time, Lamar Jackson, went at the end of the first round. <laughs> Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, Tom, Tom Brady in the fifth round or whatever. Yeah. It's, it's crazy because we got the NFL draft cut coming up. And it's crazy how even if, like, in, and he, it's not like he came out of high school. Like, he played two years in college. Three years in college? Um, he came out as, a, uh, I think, a junior maybe. Three years in college. And people still didn't realize like that he was going to be the greatest of all time that, or how good he was. To, he didn't even go number one. It just kind of blows my mind on how you just don't know about players, but he just kind of, everyone said he just works and so competitive, works so hard. Right. And, just- and it's funny on the documentary and you got to watch this because it's just, there's so much greatness of it. He was hurt. And then they put him on like a seven minute uh, half. He could only play seven minutes each half and they were losing games. Um, and Michael Jordan thought probably correctly that they were trying to get a higher draft pick. Um, so losing games on purpose. Um, and, and Jordan just was so furious, uh, cause he just wanted to win. He doesn't care about draft picks, right? He just wanted to win. Even, even if it meant finishing eighth place instead of 10th place, he just wanted to win. It's just, just incredible. And yeah. that's, yeah. So I'm pumped. I will be there. That's appointment viewing and 6.1 million, Josh. That's a big number. It's a huge number. And it's, Totally the right thing to release now while everyone needs something to watch. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> did uh did you see the photo going around on the internet of Michael Jordan uh versus Michael Scott? Oh no, you're showing to me right now. And it's like the perfect photo to represent like everyone's TV view and habits during this quarantine time. Yeah, Jordan and so. Michael Scott, yeah. But uh it's funny. Yeah, I will definitely get into it. It's definitely something I want to watch. Yeah. I just had uh other shows I was watching yesterday. All right. We'll put this on the to-watch list. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of, I was talking about Michael Jordan going third in the draft. Uh, Josh, this week, what, April 23rd, 24th? Thursday night, 8 p.m. Yep, the NFL draft. Now, you will you be tuning into the NFL draft, Josh? I will. We are doing a special film study live broadcast. I didn't tell you Oh, this. cool. So we figure the draft is so weird this year that even ESPN is, like, broadcasting, like, the reporters from their mom's basements and, yeah. and from their garages and stuff. So uh, Ken and some friends are, we're going to hop on and do a live broadcast during the entire draft on Thursday night where we put it into perspective. So as players are drafted, we're going to talk about what it means to the Ravens. Yeah. So what, so that way, like for me as a Ravens fan, like, I don't really care about, like, once you get past the top names, I don't care about some of the other picks, but it'll be cool to learn how that pick affects the Ravens, whether it means they're going to face him or that guy now has to come off the Ravens board and what that means. So that'll be cool to do. 
Yeah, I feel like this is, uh, I don't know how many mock drafts you participated in. Josh, when did, when did this, I've seen mock drafts on my Twitter. When did these become a thing to do mock drafts? They've, they've been a thing for the years. They used to be drowned out by baseball and real sports going on. Right now, think about it. There's been no sports for a month. Yeah. Nothing. We joked. We joked a month ago about this about this podcast and what would we talk about if this lasts more than two weeks. And we're now a month in without sports. So everyone's yeah. now doing mock drafts because there's something related to sports that happens on Thursday. Well, and, and, I, and I know, like, guys on ESPN always did mock drafts, but, like, just average Joes on Twitter, like, sharing, here's average, my latest mock drafts. Average Joes are bored. Yeah. Average shows don't, are watching replays of games from 20 years ago and video games and this. They're bored. Yeah, I also feel a little bit like this is a separator of fandom here. And I feel like some people are kind of a different type of fan than I am when it comes to the NFL draft. Now, I love drafts. Just in general, I love drafts. NFL drafts are great. There's like trades, there's right. drama, people move up, people move back. You don't know, like, when will Tongue of Aloha go? Like, there's always. And then there's like the Giants drafting Daniel Jones higher than anyone thought they would. There's always kind of craziness that happens. And there's cool connections with like when like Dwayne Haskins drafted by the Redskins. I just, I love drafts so much because they're so entertaining, at least the first round with the trades and the moves and the big names. Um, But like, um, I I don't follow the game enough to know, like outside, I, I know like 10 names, maybe. Right. Outside okay. of that, I don't know any. I don't know who the like the the fourth rated inside linebacker is, but a lot of these people do, and that's like props to you. I'm not a huge college football guy. I follow Liberty. I follow Maryland. I don't watch a ton of college football outside of that. Um, I'll follow some big games when they happen, but I, I'm, I don't. I'm not watching these um, uh, for the draft stock of these kind of random players. So I'm always impressed by how many fans like know. So many college players are yeah. being drafted and like have an opinion on them. Like, well, feel like they know how good they are, which is right. kind of crazy to me. I don't know. I see so many mock drafts and I feel like it's people trying to make it about them and about me and trying to prove yeah. like so that look when that guy gets I drafted, draft. I can yeah show you. Look, I told you this guy was going to the Titans. Yeah. But yeah, but it's, I, I wouldn't even like I would do a mock draft and I would get to, to the Ravens pick. And I would like not recognize a single name on the board. <laughs> I'd be like, "Who does Mel Kiper think?" Okay, right. that's who. I'm I, yeah, I'd search. Who's the top offensive lineman? There we go. Yeah. Or, or uh, yeah, Qu- quarterback. <laughs> Quarterbacks, right? <laughs> no, that's uh. Well, like, yeah, I think we can all guess that Joe Burrows goes to the Cincinnati Bengals, and yes. then beyond that, no clue. Right. Um. The the guy I'm interested in is is Tua. Um. Because the thing is, it's fascinating to me about him is like the injury stuff, but now he's in quarantine. Like people don't have access to like right. their own doctor seeing him, and so it's just I, I'm just I'm curious to see if like, he could go as high as like third or, or drop down yeah. to the middle of the first round. I'm just I'm interested. In I'm that. The, the quarterbacks are always fun. It, the, it doesn't matter for the Ravens because the Ravens have a quarterback, but it's always fun. Um, Chase Young will go number two. Joe Burrow would go number one. Yeah. And then, like, watching the quarterbacks. Where does Justin Herbert go? Where does Tonga Valoa go? I think that would be interesting. Yeah, I'm curious to see how ESPN does the broadcast. Because we joke every year about, come on, it's a draft you're broadcasting. Like, it's it's not the most entertaining thing. And now they have to do it, like, with every, with all this separation and people not together. So I'm interested how – and with, 
like no stage and going up and cheering. So how they're going to do all that? That's part of why we decided we could do a live broadcast because it won't be that much different than uh, yeah, like watching for, ESPN. For, like, are they going to send? I guess they are sending cameras to the home of every draft pick or every guy that possible. I don't know. It's going to be and to every team as well, and just have or would it just be people recording from their iPhones? Right. I don't know. A lot of Zoom calls into ESPN. Yeah, their computers. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, CBS Sports had a fun video up of but one of their sports reporters made of the draft going horribly wrong, and it's guys using Zoom, and it's uh, it's like the commissioner comes on and it's like, all right, first pick up is the Bengals. And the Bengals go to make their pick, and it freezes. And then the Dolphins pop in and say, uh, or he's like, what's that? Oh, I seem to have a problem. And the Dolphins pop in and goes, oh, the Bengals just traded us their first pick. We'll take Joe Boros. <laughs> and yeah, just yelling, or, like the Dolphins hacking in. Or um, like as teachers, we've moved over to using Google Meets, and it's fun to share like horror stories of Google Meets. And so, and I think it was, what, a couple years ago where right before the draft, the video of Larry Tunsil like <laughs> having a bong or whatever in the mask. Like it'd be like if all the players are like zooming um, and you, you go live to like players' bedrooms, like who knows right. what you're going to see. Exactly. And <laughs> like, like you could draft some guy and he could be wearing a huge bong. You're like, oh, crap. We just drafted this guy. Right. And you're seeing like you're, it's, I, am, I am entertained when you watch the news and, and stuff now and any type of show. Uh, where they're all broadcasting from their house, so they're being very smart about like their backgrounds and like making sure it's the typical like bookcase with shelves and a picture of their family in the background. Or like I watch some church broadcasts because that's how churches are all doing it. And on a couple broadcasts I saw where there was clearly that shelf or that cabinet is made to hold a TV and because the cable box is below in the cabinet and I can see it down there, but you took the TV down and you put a nice flower and pots and some uh, bibles up there. there some bibles like you're trying to make it look like you don't watch tv yeah and i know I what you're, I know what you're doing pastor yeah so uh and you're seeing that on tv broadcast too so it will be interesting to see like what's the background of their house and like you don't want to go to like joe burrow's home and he has 50 people crammed into his living room celebrating yeah like you also need these players to be good examples of social distancing yeah Oh, that's true. So that could be entertaining. And like the second someone's not social di- distancing, everyone on Twitter will let them know. Don't worry. Exactly. And like the uh, and like you just never know. Like I like the the craziness of it too. Like I think about like if it's like John Harbaugh. I don't know how many does John Harbaugh. He doesn't have any younger kids. He's a little bit older. Yeah. But like um, like if my kid, if I was drafting for the Ravens, and my kid just started having like a uh, like you know a hissy fit, a little tantrum. Like, there's nothing you can do about it. He's going to have a tantrum. He's going to be in the background screaming. Well, like, I'm not going to make my pick, but there's not, I can't, like, take my handlers, like, go go ahead and uh, take him to a different house or something. He's, he's stuck here. Well, what was the focus when, do you remember when Adley Rushman got drafted? What the focus was? Oh, like his sister or something? Right? Like, or, like, an angry girlfriend or something? Girl, yeah, girl sitting next to him that was, yeah. was not happy? And when people yeah. were trying to figure out, is that an angry girlfriend? Is it a sister? What's going on? I think it was his sister. I thought it was like yeah. a cousin or something, but yeah. Uh, maybe. But yeah, just that, a crowded just, room, and that's where the, the attention went yeah, to. Anything can happen. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Think, some, but but those things like will be live, right? Isn't that how, how that works? Or is there a delay? There's going to there's be a slight delay, but it's got to be pretty live. 
because you don't know what draft pick they're going or who what team they're going to. Like they don't know that stuff, so they're going to be as live as they can get. Yeah. And these NFL reporter jerks love to tweet things out. Oh yeah, totally. And you know, thanks to Twitter, everyone's going to be examining those backgrounds. So like, we know at every house they're going to have like thirty different baseball caps with the teams for whatever one. But yeah, you go to. Uh, I keep using Joe Burrows because it's the only guy I know. Tua, you go to Tua's house, and there's, uh, I don't know, some rolling papers on the table in the background that no one would think anything of. Twitter's going to pick it up, pick up on it. Oh, yeah. If there's anything sitting on the table, anything yeah. white sitting on the table, on the coffee table, that will be zoomed in. Yes. And, and like made, if, will be made. Who knows what it is? If I was one of these players, I would be putting that fake zoom background up and be like, look, I'm on the moon because you're not seeing my house. Mm. I'm not no, checking probably, anything. Yeah, I might do a big Coca-Cola ad or something. Maybe try to turn this into some money exactly. or something. But yeah, right. But yeah, that's it's Skittles. Uh, it's a scary world out there. It's a scary world. Mm. I mean, that's why we're not doing live streaming anymore. After yeah. watch our backgrounds. Yeah, you don't want to know what's in Josh's literally in jo- <laughs> the skeletons in Josh's <laughs> closets. You will see exactly. That's why I keep saying we'll go back to streaming when I move out of the closet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the, the Ravens are picking at the end of the first round. Yeah. You have is there uh I don't know a position or guy uh, um I don't know. We've been doing some film yeah. study podcasts, but I don't know. I'm not smart enough to do that. What I do know is that the Ravens like to trade, and that's very interesting to me like because I feel like it's going to be harder to make trades because of just the weirdness of this uh, yeah. thing. Because drafting at the end of the first round sure feels like an opportunity to trade back into the second round. And that's a classic Ravens move. Exactly. But then I've also heard people talk about they, they've gotten some extra draft picks for this draft. We did. Um, and so I've heard them maybe using those to jump up a little bit in the first round to, to get the guy they want. Right. I mean, we need a, rush, we need a pass rusher. We need an li- offensive lineman. We need wide receivers. At least one. We could use two offensive linemen. Yeah. yeah and, 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 and maybe an a inside linebacker, too. So, so we, right. So we know the Ravens always say best player on the board. But when they figure it's best player on their board, and they, we know that they're doing that math with if there's more wide receivers available, less linemen, that's got to play into how you're doing your, your charts. And everyone keeps saying this wide receiver class is really deep. So I doubt we'll see a wide receiver with that first pick. Yeah. And I don't know, like, yeah, because the thing is, like, maybe if you had a top 10 pick, you could top, I don't know who, but like CeeDee C- Lamb, I don't know who the top receiver right. is. But but maybe that you go after the top receiver and you go, okay. But you already have, I feel like you already have um, Marquise Brown, who's good. Boykin, I mean, Marquise Brown, who might be great, good or great. Yeah. Boykin, who's good. Like, you already but- have like a, a bunch of th- number three receivers. Yes. So if you can't get a one or two. But if you can bring in another Marquise Brown skill level player, think of how much better having two guys works together versus yeah. one that's got to be the lead. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but it's hard to find that. I feel like that elite talent at the bottom of the first round. It is. Maybe, it is. Maybe you yeah. Can. Yeah. Just don't draft for sure. Parent. We've had so much bad luck with wide receivers. But Marquise Brown, maybe not, right? Like maybe yeah. our luck is changing. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, Lisa good, looked good last year with limited, and like you would assume that this year he's healthier because he won't have the pins in his foot anymore. So yeah. you would assume we'll see the true Marquise Brown this season. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, and hopefully he can stay healthy. Like that's right. He's a little guy, right? So it's always a concern. 
Um, and well, I like, I don't know. I, again, I don't know the Ravens offense last year. They didn't need an elite wide receiver core to be a dominant offense. And so I don't know if this coming year, they're going to really try to make Lamar pass more or um, I don't know, but they also have defensive needs. Are you saying um, that in year three, people are going to figure Lamar out? <laughs> Uh, no, I expect, um, I'm really pumped about the Raven season. Actually. I hope it doesn't get interrupted at all. Cause I, I mean, I think the way last year ended and knowing Lamar Jackson is just kind of the type of athlete he is. Mm, I think it's going to be a really special year for the Ravens. And I mean, the expectations for the Ravens this year through are going to be through the roof. I mean, yeah, you got totally. the, the returning MVP, uh, c- coming back, um, with mostly, and, uh, the, the same offense, you lose a couple offensive linemen, you, lo- you lose a tight end. Um, but, um, the heart of that, that offense, you're coming back with, with, with the same heart and you get the best secondary in all of football. So, I mean, mm-hmm. the expectations are high. Yeah. Just a couple of needs and then the draft hopefully will address a couple of these needs. Yeah. And then, uh, who knew that we had that Lamar Jackson had such a big fan in the white house. Yeah. It took me a second to like interpret that tweet. The, the, what the trust? <laughs> Did you like, I, like a. Yeah, like because it comes across as trust Trump, as in like, hey guys, trust like Trump to to lead the country as a president. But then, like a little bit closer analysis, I think what he's saying is like trust Trump, as in like he knows what's right as far as draft picks. As in, yeah, yeah, or like saying like you're 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 right, Trump. Like you you are correct in right. that that well, this was a good draft pick. Well, Lamar's been a little shady with this whole trust stuff. Because all season we used big trust, T-R-U-S-S. And right. suddenly this off season he gets a tattoo that says trust with two Zs. Uh. And now he's using trust with two Zs. And I am pretty sure it is a Lamar, a Lamar Jackson marketing tool. Ooh. That he Ooh. says no one else is doing two Zs. I'm going to push two Zs. I'm going to put two, two Zs on my shirt and sue anyone else that puts two Zs on their shirts. Ooh, a that shrewd businessman. That is my theory with where, with where we got the trust instead of trust. Oh, I hope that's true. Um, I hope that's true because that would be cool. Although, whether trust or trust with the S's or the Z's, I'm still only 30% sure what that even means. <laughs> so, either way, like I, um, it's, uh, um, I'm a little out, 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 out of tune with, um, with some of the lingo. Right. But it was right. it was fun. I to still see. love my quarterback. It was fun to see that uh, Twitter blow up and people get angry at uh, Lamar for that, as well as a whole bunch of uh, uh, guys wearing red hats that are now following <laughs> Lamar on Twitter. Yeah, people are so crazy with that. Yeah, they are. That's so crazy. Um, oh, guess what? I just pulled so up. crazy. It blows my mind. It's a tweet. A tweet. I just, I just. Uh, all right, I think my theory is correct based on this. I just typed in big truss with two Zs. Yeah. Top story from Bleacher Report. Ravens, Lamar Jackson reportedly files the trademark for truss, T-R-U-Z-Z. And then it goes on. Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson reportedly filed an application to the word truss, according to TMZ Sports. Ravens running back Mark Ingram refined refer began referring to Jackson as Big Trust with S's last season, but someone else reportedly filed the trademark, so Jackson changed the spelling to Trust with two Z's and got that word tattooed across his chest. 
Oh, uh, Josh, great call. I did not read. I did not see that article beforehand, but it's it's pretty funny, and it's pretty funny that he gets the tattoo. Like he's trying to like show us it's not just a savvy business move. I've always spelled it with Z's. You guys have been making the mistake. Well, here's the weird thing, though, right? Josh, you got me thinking now. Donald Trump started this, right, by tweeting something about Lamar Jackson, right? Yeah. yeah. And all that, like, what is the one thing you could do to get the most attention for your new trademark? Well, trust Trump. You could, you could, quote, you could tweet Trump. the president, but like. Donald Trump started this. So did, was he in somehow in cahoots with Donald Trump to say, hey, like, hey, listen, Donald? Because Donald doesn't go no. into sports. Because if Donald – no, Donald does go into sports. Because Not, not lately. Lately he's been so focused on liberating, on liberating his, his, his states. I know, but, but he really likes Ravens quarterbacks. He, he, he did say that he was uh, elite. Yeah, he, he said uh, – I'm that Joe Flacco was elite. He said Joe Flacco was elite. Um, I don't know how things come across and what Trump retweets. But if Trump did this on purpose, he would have responded back with a big truss. And that's what I really sold shirts. I don't know. All I know is Truss Trump got 40,000 retweets <laughs> and 200,000 likes. And the only way that happens is if you're quote tweeting Donald right. Trump. And, and the only quote, way he quotes tweet Donald, Donald Trump is if Donald Trump tweets at him first. And, and it's a quote At the tweet, same moment he's trying to trademark it. It's that's a quote weird. tweet of a word that you made up that you just trademarked. This article was from April 15th, five days ago he trademarked it. You yeah. filed. Um, and for a word that you made up that's a spinoff of another piece of slang because you didn't trademark it fast enough. All right. And that tweet happened on April 18th. Right. Gotcha. Did he mm. later did he later tweet uh Truss uh Corona testing? <laughs> Is he going on both sides? Uh very very weird that he was Though the whole trademark and changing the spell in and confusing people just so he can make some money off of it. Like, doesn't he make enough money as a quarterback? Like, I know he doesn't now, but he will. He's on a rookie salary. I know. But you know he's gonna you know he's the face of the new Madden game. I'm sure yeah. that's gonna get announced. I think they normally announce it at the draft or around the draft. I'm sure Matt, he'll be the face. And I know he's gonna he's gonna make this money eventually. So he shouldn't. So, you, so your your argument, Josh, is he shouldn't try to make any money. He shouldn't sign any shoe deals because his contract will be I enough money. He shouldn't try doing anything else. I don't like players trying to trademark words. Hmm. Like LeBron James has done this too. He did. Oh, he did it with Taco Tuesday. He yeah, tried to trademark Taco, Taco Tuesday. Tuesday. Exactly. <laughs> like he made up that word Taco Tuesday. Right. Yeah. Sorry, but if but I bet if he would change it to a K with Taco with a K instead of a C, Taco. Right. And then uh, he might have gotten it. He might it might have worked, right? But uh, you see that with people trying to trademark words, and I just don't like trademarking words, especially. And I get what he's doing totally because we all bought into the big trust last season, and yeah. we all, we all jumped on it. So now he thinks he can just trick all of us into jumping on big trust. Yeah, and I don't. But like, you're not buying it. You're, you're not, not buying, buying your it. big trust T-shirt. Yeah, I'm gonna get a. Uh, I'm gonna get you. Were, a, you were always big trust, and you're sticking with big trust. Yeah, you know those flags and uh, bumper stickers and T-shirts that you see. Uh, um, I'm losing my. I'm losing my spot. But I'm gonna get a shirt that that says "Trust, not Truss. <laughs> and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna start. We're gonna start selling those shirts up on section three thirty six. Big trust, not Truss. Well, like hugs, not drugs. Yeah, type right. thing. Right. <laughs> 
<laughs> right. Um, yeah, exactly. And, and we're going to put stuff up there. That uh, because yeah, it's total. It's a total gimmick, and he thinks that just because he's the quarterback of the Ravens, he can sucker all of us Raven fans into spelling an incorrect word even more incorrect, because it's mm. all derivatives of trust. Yeah, but I think the meaning of trust and tr- trust and trust is different. I don't think they mean the same thing. No, trust and trust are the same thing. I don't know what trust means. Okay. I I don't even think trust and trust is the same thing. Do I need to go to Urban Dictionary for you? Yeah, I think Urban Dictionary and Dictionary.com will have different definitions for trust and trust. And I'm curious to see, is trust, has that made an appearance yet on Urban Dictionary? Or is that an alternate spelling of trust? All right. Urban Dictionary trusts. Trust means that a person agrees with what you are saying. Trust is another word for trust. No one knows why this version is better. It just is. For example, I hate this food. And then your response would be trust. It's awful. Yeah. There's but no... no one would say like trust. I don't know. It's like a, but they might say, trust me, it's awful. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. So, and that's, uh, and the alternative number two is trust use case would be trust me. Uh, or trust that or true that is also the same meanings of trust. Yeah. There is nothing in here about trust with two Z's. Not yet. Lamar no. hasn't gotten there yet. But apparently trust is also a sexy, smart girl who is never scared to do anything when you first meet her. She may seem nice, but when I get to know her, she might have that little attitude with you don't get on a ma- mad or get on her bad side because underneath all of this meanness is a sensitive girl that's loving. That is also is, trust. Is that what they mean when they say big trust? <laughs> it's a big sensitive girl. Yeah. I don't think so. I, I'm going to go back to the original Urban Dictionary of an alternative of trust or trust me. Uh, and I am calling crap on trust with multiple Zs. And I am sorry that Lamar got an ugly tattoo that we as Raven fans are going to not hop on board with. And he is going to have to explain the misspelling when he's a 80-year-old man. Okay, I'll come back at you and, and give the other side of the argument where language is always evolving. It changed from trust to trust. Why can't it change then to trust? And as far as the tattoo goes, it's still not uglier than Manny Machado's tattoo. So <laughs> that is get that going for him. Yeah, the, the, the reason it's bad is because it's, being, it's just for money. And I'm, I'm sure that we get schemed that way by uh coca-cola and other brands all the time that try to change words and stuff and make it into our dialect but i don't want a celebrity a sports star i don't want my quarterback doing it how about that okay okay um but you're you you trademarked section 336 right i have not Oh no, my gosh! Section three three six is not. So you tell me any random stadium could just call a seating uh, arrangement section three three six? Yes. Now we have locked it down for the city of Baltimore, so okay. it is only in Camden Yards uh, because we are okay with that. Yeah. Uh, M and T does not have a section three thirty six, nor does the Baltimore Arena. Okay. Well, if they do, we'll just you know change the C to a K, section three three six or something. 
All right, whatever we can do. I don't think I've trademarked. I don't know how trademark works. I don't think I've trademarked section three thirty six. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think. I don't think you need to. I don't think I need um, to either. <laughs> though, though, on the other remember, hand. we did have another podcast rip us off years ago, and we just can't call them out because they're on bar stores. They're on Barstool, and we all know that Barstool destroys anyone who calls them out. What is that true? What the, that Barstool just attacks people and destroys them? No, 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 no. That 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 uh, they have yeah. a summer named Tars. The the Boston Red Sox podcast under yeah. Barstool, which has been out for less time than Section three thirty six, is called Section ten, mm. based on where they sit at the Red Sox games. Mm. And if you would have trademarked. Section and any number, uh, we, we, we could have got them. Maybe so. If I trademarked we, it under podcasts or uh, media or something, maybe. Yeah. We could have taken these misogynists down. I don't know. These... We've, we've got lawyers that listen to us. Uh, reach out if you can help us take Section 10 down. Yeah. No, I don't think we want to go up against Barstool. <laughs> okay. No, I don't, I don't think so. Even though I, I'm not really – I think we're all smart about what we put in our Twitter feeds, so I don't think they're going to pull out like any – hatred and stuff that is embarrassing that we said 15 years ago on Twitter. I think we'll be okay. If anything, no. they're going to pull out some Manny Machado love. Yeah. No, they'll, they'll send a million their minions just to fill up your DMs. Those little those little gremlins, you stoolies. Little gremlins as they are. Mm-hmm. Not even big enough to be trolls. They're little baby trolls. Uh, right, all the millennials. Yeah, the millennials who are now not millennials anymore, Josh. <laughs> I know. Generation I know, I, Z. I know. Don't disrespect me. No, not Generation Z. It's, Isn't that what it is? Uh, I thought it was Gen Zers. Is it? I don't know. That's, I thought Gen I, Z was I, before millennials. I always get confused with this. I no, know Generation that, X was before millennials. I know millennials are like 30 years old now. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. No, I, I think when uh, I think I think it's it's yeah, I think Gen Z's now are in their like uh, teens and twenties. Gen Z people born between nineteen ninety and two thousands. So nineteen ninety, yes. yeah, yeah. All right, so yeah, that would be. Yep, you're right. Millennials is Gen Z. Oh, Matt's right again. <laughs> Marketing the. I I, I keep right, an trust. Excel spreadsheet for every time I'm right. Big uh, trust. Uh, right. Trust I call Matt. it Big Trust Express Spreadsheet, where all the times I'm right. And I'm, I was right this season about Chris Davis, too. You just haven't uh-huh. admitted that I'm so, uh, lost that bet. Yeah. Uh, speaking of you and uh, all about you, when's Emily going to cut your hair? Uh, I'm not getting it. Your cut. hair's all over the place. I know. I don't understand people who like grow out their beards. Like, I can't shave because I'm in quarantine. Oh, yeah. Dude, well, that's all you need is a razor. It's not that hard. TV now. I know. I knew yeah. I saw. And like, uh, Mitt Romney was on TV the other day, and he's got a big beard now. And I'm like, yeah. where'd that come did from? You, did you go to the barber, and the barber's the only person who can shave you? Like, what exactly. is this? And I think that's what it is. I think that these people who are on TV all the time don't shave. They go and they get in their makeup chair and their hairstylist shaves them and cuts their hair and they don't know and how they, to do it. And they it. don't know how to shave? Yeah, I think that's what's going on. Oh, someone is, this is a good opportunity to learn how to shave Like, people. I don't understand, like, because you have to broadcast from home, why do you have to look like you lost your job? Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, sense. can I say something right now? There's, yeah. like, a lot of talk about people Zooming without pants. I've never walked with other people in my house. I've never walked around the house with no pants on. 
I always wear pants. Even when I'm not on Zoom, I'm just hanging out the house. I have pants on. Um, I podcast without pants. Do you really? Oh, yeah, shorts on. Yeah, I go with shorts, but that's only because uh, I'm in a closet and there's no AC in here. And what you can't yeah. tell is that I'm dripping sweat. So I have to change immediately after the podcast. So sometimes I do podcasts without shorts on either. Yeah. Because it's and I know there's been a lot of talk, and, you know, whatever, teach their own. But, like, I never, like, even I get as much ready for this podcast as I would to get ready to go to work. <laughs> like, right. I'm not doing anything special in the sh- I still take showers, I still shave. Um, my hair is a little bit long, but my hair has been much longer than, than it is now. So my hygiene is uh, on point. But I mean, if yeah. anything, I'm washing my hands more, so more hygienic. Right, right. Well, yeah. And if I was at home, sometimes I will throw on a polo shirt. Like when I'm doing a Zoom meeting, I have to do it also in this closet. So I will throw on a polo shirt, but still keep on basketball shorts. Yeah. So that I'm looking professional from the from the waist up. So I'm good for the Zoom call. But uh Oh yeah. So I've made videos for my classmates, jacket, button up shirt, pajama pants. Right. Right. So I understand yeah. that. And I know there's lots of teachers doing that. But uh yeah, I mean I don't know about just walking around without any bottoms. No no reason yeah. to uh Donald Duck it. Yeah, I just in general in life. When people can come to your door, I guess they're less likely not to come to your door, yeah. so maybe you feel you more know comfortable. What? If I didn't have kids, maybe I wouldn't wear pants. Well, there was a big news story in Maryland. There was a big news story in Maryland. Did you see this? Where police were warning people, when you go to your mailbox, you need to wear pants. I'm saying the bottom side. (laughs) Yeah, I guess people go in the mailbox without pants, so they had to say something about it. All right. I know people people are going a little crazy uh, during this quarantine. (laughs) But yeah, please put on your pants. Just just, just put on pants. Yeah. It's not that hard. It can be sweatpants. It can be shorts. That's fine. Yeah, shorts. Sure. Just something. Sure, something. Just cover it up. It can be the same pair of shorts you've worn for three weeks. It's all right. Just cover it up. Yeah. But it makes you wonder, right? Like, if, like, these people weren't going out in the public every day, like, what would they do? They would stop showering. They wouldn't shave. They they would, wouldn't wear clean clothes. They wouldn't do laundry anymore. Like, what would... They don't... Are the laundry. only reason you've been taking showers and shaving is because... Yeah, I don't know. You see other people. By the way, beards all carry a lot of gross stuff. Um, imagine you know, all the coronavirus sitting in those people with big beards. You're right. When I, whenever I am sick, my favorite thing to do when I'm starting to feel better is shave, because I feel like I'm just cleaning and getting rid of the flu or whatever, just getting it off me by shaving. Yeah, I can I tell you something. Sometimes um, I get nowhere to go, but I need to get work done, and I'll take a shower and I'll put on a polo shirt. Because I like, I want to get in kind of that work mode. Yeah, I'm with you. I wear, I do the same thing. When the polo shirt comes off, that's when the kids know that I'm off work. Yeah, you're like Mister Rogers. You, <laughs> you're taking off the jacket. You're putting on the sweater. You're taking off the dress shoes. Putting on the sneakers. It's yep. go time, kids. Yep, that's it. But this should be like normal life. Like we shouldn't have to like, like people are acting like um, if they didn't go out in public. They would turn into these cavemen. Now we all we all get that it's not normal life. We understand it's weird, and it's totally weird. But it is even stranger that yeah, people are acting like like they're not working. Like people can't see them, but they're going on Zoom calls and meetings, and they're going on TV. Yeah, from home, but they're acting like they've been on like it. 
it's almost like it's a vacation. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird because I see all my other English teachers on Zoom. So it's not like I haven't seen their faces and we talk. Yeah. Um, but it is, it is weird. And like people suffer different ways. Like I'm more of an introvert. So I've been kind of okay with this. Um, I've, like I'm okay with lack of social interaction. I don't mind it all that much, but I know some people drive them crazy. Right. Do you need to just start every Zoom call with, are you wearing pants? Please put on your yeah, pants. Know, like, like, it's, like, it's like it's like talking to a kindergarten in class. Please yeah. put on your pants. Yeah, like like oh, uh, <laughs> and I guess like that's something to joke about. Hey, I, you know, I got I don't I'm not wearing any pants, and that's something I guess we joke about. But like, who, like are there people who actually do that? <laughs> like where does that joke right. even come like, from? Like it's like, like a Ron Burgundy. I, I never joke. wear pants, but I'm on a Zoom meeting, so let me put some pants on. Right. Well, it's because everyone thinks they're Ron Burgundy. Yeah. And it's now's my chance to not wear pants. And I'm fooling everyone on the Zoom call when really we're all staring at the Zoom going box to box. Like, I wonder what you're wearing if you're wearing pants. And what's that book on the shelf in your background? Yeah. I did have a moment today where my wife walked in. She's worked three straight nights. So I've had a lot of kid time. Without pants? And then she walked in. And her first comment, I've worn pants the whole time. And her first comment, though, when she walked in, I, I was up to 2, I was up to 2 a.m., because I was pumped about the Jordan do- documentary last night, but also because like I was doing work and I was cleaning the house because you know I wanted to look nice right. when she comes home. Okay. And the first comment when she walks in the door, you know what she, the first thing she says is not like, like Matt, thank you for cleaning the house, thank you for taking care of my kids, Th- thank you for doing all this hard work. First comment is, hey, uh, Faye's been wearing the same outfit for three straight days, and has Faye been wearing the same outfit for three straight days? Yes. When you're, if you're a baby, you're in pajamas. If they get don't get dirty, I feel no reason to change her pajamas. Right. I, um, I'm with you. So where's, yeah, where's she days. gone? She's been in the house. How could it get dirty? Yeah, we've been, we've been on walks, but it's comfy. It's warm. She likes it. She hasn't complained. Right. Um, it's got no food on it. Like we're, we're good for three days. But right. um, is Emily complaining that you're wearing the same clothes for three days? No. Also? See, but but see, she's a, that's a baby. I'm a grown man. I take showers every day. I change mostly, um, almost every day. Yeah. All right, Josh, we got an hour in the book. Oh, you know we got a new um, iTunes review. Did you want to read it? I did not know that we had a new iTunes All right, review. We'll, we'll read it next week. I can pull it up real quick if you want. No, we're already over an hour. All we right. got to have stuff for next show. Let's save it for next show. Sounds good. We can do that because apparently we're going to go one more week without sports. Yeah, we can talk about – we can break down the Ravens' uh, NFL draft, and maybe maybe there'll be more. I mean, things are moving as far as the – the world as far as the united states they, people are doing things so maybe they'll make some moves as far as baseball decisions i, I think know. we'll yeah i think we'll have some type of decision or more conversations about that by next monday i mean if you want to start baseball sometime in may you've got to have that decision now right, right. exactly even june, here. june 1st means you got to tell people hey uh, let's talk about being back at spring training or whatever we're going to lock down yeah by in mid- the middle may. of may or whatever so yeah, you're right absolutely and, and the way things go with this virus, it's like every day is like brand new information. So baseball is going to do the same thing. We're yep. going to get news. Yep. And if they don't, basketball is going to beat them to it. Yeah. And we'll, of course, talk about episodes, I guess, three and four of the Jordan documentary. So, Josh, catch up for me so we can talk about it. I will. I will watch them. I, um, I got to finish my Outer Banks series that I've been watching on Netflix, which is uh, entertaining. I'm me. not familiar Okay, I don't I have no idea about that. We are very familiar with the Outer Banks. 
Yes. Um, have you ever seen the movie Annapolis? No. I've heard of it. Right. Never watched it. The movie Annapolis, they tell you you're in Annapolis, and it looks like you're in Philly, and there's a shipyard across the street from the Naval Academy. Makes okay. no sense if so you're from Annapolis. So it's not Annapolis at all. Yeah. We are also very familiar with the Outer Banks. It's not uh, Outer Banks at all. This is not the Outer Banks at all. The only shot I've seen of the Outer Banks is the bridge that you cover that you drive over to the Outer Banks. And then somehow he took a ferry from the Outer Banks to Chapel Hill. I didn't think that was possible. I am not up on my North Carolina geography, but yeah. that move did not make sense to me. Okay. Uh, so it is not the Outer Banks, but I'm enjoying the show anyway. All it's right. like the OC makes meets a treasure hunt and i'm enjoying the treasure hunt okay um i'm not gonna put that on my watch list <laughs> yeah don't Thanks bother sure. <laughs> don't bother but i will catch up on the michael jordan documentary as well for next week all right sounds good and uh we'll read the new review and how about you give josh a couple more reviews to read go ahead to itunes write us a five-star review we'll read them on the show next week Thanks for listening, boys and girls. You can follow us on Twitter at Section336. You can follow Josh. At Josh Soroka. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go O's. Thank you for listening to the Section336 podcast. Please go to iTunes and Facebook for all complaints or the occasional compliment. If I were you, I would not take any baseball advice from these guys. Josh and Matt were raised by an Orioles-obsessed father, and Bert, uh, well, Bert fell in love with Don Mattingly. He has a thing for mustaches. Hey guys, have you checked out 336 Daily? Did you know that sometimes, in fact, pretty often, I've been recording it in my car while driving to different job sites? That's how easy Anchor is to make podcasts. With Anchor, you can record your podcast and edit your podcast and upload your podcast all in the Anchor app, and then it makes sure it goes out to iTunes and Spotify and wherever you need to put it. It They take care of everything, distribution, they help you with advertising and getting in commercials. Check out the Anchor app. Go to the App Store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out. Birdland Sports. For fans, by fans. Find more great shows like this at birdlandsports.com. This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Progressive is America's number one motorcycle insurer, so we understand motorcycles. No, really, we have a bike translator. Okay, so this bike says she is struggling with her place in the motorcycle community. Well, she says she hasn't peaked yet, but she's having a little epiphany. Okay. Oh, that maybe life itself is the peak. Hmm, interesting. In my experience, I found that... Oh, so I just translate. Not allowed to have opinions. Got it. Quote with Progressive and see if you could save with America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates.